the Department of Evil sending a strong and clear message today. Oh, you must die. But what does it mean for Americans and their mortality? And a new study conducted by OPR finds that an astonishing five out of five Americans are unsure what we're doing in their bathroom. Hey, what are you doing in here? I'm on the toilet. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. Unfortunately, I have no way of knowing whether or not my microphone is on, so hopefully you can hear me. If so, stay with us. An ominous proclamation from the Department of Evil confirming today that every resident of the United States must die. Here with more is OPR correspondent Alan Potts. Hello, Leslie. Alan, it seems like the DOE isn't mincing words with this one. No, not at all. Dreaded Secretary of Evil Hammond Reynolds laid out details for a comprehensive plan to scorch the earth and exterminate every living American from existence in a press conference outside the DOE Federal Building this morning. Here's a portion of that speech. There shall soon come an accounting in which all will fall before the grim reaper as wheat in winter, as lambs under the knife. Soon all necks will feel the steely bite of our soul-thirsting axe, wielded by the unforgiving iron hand of the Department of Evil. Thus spake I, Dread Secretary Reynolds. So this is definitely concerning. Did the Dread Secretary offer any reason why the DOE has decided to extinguish the life force of all mortal citizens? Well, members of the press corps pushed Hammond to clarify aspects of the initiative, which the DOE is calling the You All Shall Die Screaming program, Mm. but Hammond brushed off the concerns. Take a listen. Mr. Dread Secretary, uh, opponents of this proposal say it infringes on the the, the rights of citizens who wish to stay alive. Uh, How do you respond? Silence! No, no. I see. But the short answer to why they're doing this is, well, they're evil. Yeah, they certainly are. The Department of Evil has been criticized in the past for proposals that leave the streets slick with blood of the innocent and run well over budget, sometimes by millions of dollars. How is this all-shall-die plan different from previous DOE projects? In the past, the Department of Evil has mostly been focused on terrorizing Americans, seeding clouds with excrement to rain down filth across the nation, building portals to hell so car-sized spiders can pour forth from the underworld to gobble up children, projects that horrified the populace but ultimately allowed for atonement. Details on the new program, however, are still vague. Here's Hammond again. Question not the dread secretary. Insects? Very soon we shall swarm across the land, draining the life pus out of all you quivering mortal vermin. Your God has forsaken the United States of America, and all of you must Die. Well, now that they've made it official, what can Americans do to prepare for death? Great question, and one that I'm sure is on a lot of people's minds. I spoke with Department of Evil spokesbeast Malforsang the Deranged, who had this advice. <laughs> Foolish humans, hold your loved ones close. Make peace with your enemies. Horrors await you that your simple minds cannot fathom. <laughs> Well, I feel like I already know the answer to this, but is there any way for Americans to opt out of the All Must Die program? Yeah, you're not alone in asking that question either. Here's Dread Secretary Hammond Reynolds addressing the issue at the end of the press conference. Yeah, sounds like a no. Unfortunately, it looks like we're all going to die. Well, thanks anyway, Alan. Please keep us updated. Yeah, sure.
New findings from a year-long OPR special investigation has revealed one issue Americans seem to agree on. Five out of five Americans are wondering what our journalists are doing in their bathroom and how they got there. OPR cultural correspondent Marcy Hammond joins us to help make sense of the findings. Hello, Marcy. Hi, Leslie. So what I'm about to play for you is audio from just one of several dozens of interviews I conducted across the country in the last few months in people's bathrooms. Take a listen. One minute, please. Hey, what the... What are you doing in here? Get the hell out of my bathroom. This one was with Ted Kowalski, a 42-year-old from central Pennsylvania. And it's all part of an OPR survey to determine whether or not Americans are wondering why journalists like myself have barged into their restroom with recording equipment. And were people confused by your presence? Uh, Yeah, it turns out in virtually 100% of cases, Americans just had no idea why we were in their restroom or what we were trying to accomplish by being there. Hmm. Whether it's Mr. Kowalski in his home's bathroom. Please, just give me a moment. I'll answer your question questions later. Just leave me alone. Or as we stuck our heads under a public toilet stall. Excuse me, Marcy Hammond from OPR just wanted to get your thoughts on me joining Ah, you in the bathroom. What the fuck are you talking about? Get out! Get out of here! Or in a porta potty Jesus Christ, I'm on the john in here! Interesting. And did Americans vary in their responses depending on, say, how you posed the question? Not at all. In fact, they only became more concerned the longer we stood there. Hmm. It shows a fairly striking trend of Americans caring about this issue that only became stronger the longer we stood in their bathroom. And this held steady regardless of whether we came in with a three-person recording crew. A microphone? Hey, are you recording this? Get out of here, you pervert! Or we left and then came back a few moments later. (sighs) Finally. Now, where was I? Just one more question, sir. Can That's you tell it. Me a bit about it. I'm calling the cops! And really, we found a remarkable consistency in Americans' responses. Wherever we went, no matter who the person was, they just never understood why we were there. It's so interesting to see an issue that so many Americans seem so passionate about. Yeah. Now, you were willing to let me tag along to a follow-up interview with Mr. Kowalski from the top of the segment. Yeah, let's take a listen. <laughs> so we're about to head in for the interview. That's right. Excuse me, Mr. Kowalski. What? I'm a what? podcast host for Onion Public Radio. What's this other guy doing? I have in a few here questions now. I'd love to ask. No, no more. Get out of here, both of you. Now, one important caveat is that this survey had a small sample size, correct? Right. That's exactly why we're expanding this to a 10,000-person study hitting every demographic of age, race, and faith to really delve into the accuracy of our findings. And do you think the results will stay the same? Oh, very much so. OPR's Marcy Hammond. Thanks, Marcy. My pleasure. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. (laughs) If these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. The news doesn't stop until I say it stops, so buckle up. Here's what else you need to know today. Multiple Lowies are being reported after two walking rope lines of preschoolers collided at a street crossing shortly after nap time yesterday. Thankfully, toddler authorities say it could have ended up much worse with no reports of any serious boo-boos. 
And a new anti-deception law put forth on the House floor today would require restaurants to make it explicitly known whether or not they are a chain. Major restaurants like Ryan's, O'Leary's, and Joe's Crab Shack oppose the new law, claiming it infringes on their ability to fool potential customers and are hoping to block the legislation before it reaches the Senate. And Corvassier has teamed up with General Mills for a new cognac-flavored cereal. Cognac Snaps are flavored with real, sophisticatedly aged brandy. And good news, they're not just for kids. Can't wait to pour myself a big bowl for breakfast. And that's it for The Topical today. I'm Leslie Price. Join us tomorrow for the remarkable story of the coward who stood by and did nothing as a robbery took place right in front of him. I was just acting on pure instinct. If it happened again tomorrow, I'd probably do the same thing. And don't forget to like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcasts. Just don't do it right now. Maybe wait a few minutes, then do it. Don't want to come off too desperate. See you tomorrow.